Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. Well, what a week it's been, huh? I'm kind of recording this late in the week, Uh, you know, uh, this is going up today, so I'm doing this one on Friday morning, usually I get these done ahead of time, but what a week it's been, right? Um, And I kind of wanted to just see how things played out before I even recorded, because who knows, by the time this goes up in just a few hours, there probably will have been changes in everything that's going on, but I wanted to talk today You know, how can we have peace and order in a culture of confusion? Right now, we're seeing a lot of confusion going on. We're seeing a lot of craziness. Um, No matter, you know, what side politically you are on, we're living in a culture of extreme confusion right now. So we're going to talk about, as I always want to do, point you guys to Jesus. We're going to talk about, you know, how we can kind of live above all this confusion and this noise. Before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a Christian homeschool publishing company. They have amazing science curriculum. They even have math curriculum this year. That's new. They have Bible resources. They have a writing curriculum. Um, Our very favorite has always been their science, especially for the younger years. I would highly, highly recommend. If you are new to homeschooling, they have a ton of of resources for helping you over there. They also have some free resources on their website for the season for your kids. Um, they have some. Uh, they have an election and presidents and constitution activity free ebook, a science of autumn activity ebook, fall in love with science, good tidings Christmas activity ebook, and let freedom ring activity ebook. Those are all free. They have lots of other great resources. So go check out apologia.com. All right, so I'm recording this one early in the morning. Kind of, it feels peaceful right now because. <laughs> I'm kind of avoiding all the noise of the world out there. I'm kind of sitting in my window and seeing the sunrise and it's just, you know, kids are all still sleeping. I've got my coffee here. I'm actually in my pajamas. So keeping it real over here. Um, But as I look out my window, um, the sun is rising and the wispy clouds in the air, the high, high clouds today, looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Um, are just kind of floating by so serene it's kind of like you know uh, you feel like this is deceiving because all this stuff is going on right now and if I looked out my window I wouldn't ever think that right now the world is so chaotic but it reminds me when I look at nature like this right now that this is the way it's meant to be that God is a God who has created peace and order. It's our world who has gone mad. Um, And you know what? When we focus on him and his truths, we can live in a world and a culture of confusion. We can still live with peace because of him. You know, the internet has made our world so small and not necessarily in a good way. 
especially nowadays, you know, you can see everything going on in real time. You can see everything all at once. And you almost can know too much. And we get so wrapped up in it. And I know for myself this week, um, you know, I was, I, I talked about this in my Bible study that I'm teaching in our Simply Living for Him community. You can get so um, caught up in the headlines and hanging on every next news report and hanging on, you know, when are they going to update the news and when are they going to update the election results and all of these things that I realize I'm hanging on to the things of this world. I'm hanging on to what the world says and I'm not hanging on to what God says. And without a doubt, every time I pull out my word and I pull out my Bible, um, I find the peace and the order that I'm looking for elsewhere because you know what? No matter what happens with these election results, no matter what happens for the next four years, there's always going to be confusion. Even if even if that turned out to be, you know, a peaceful and, you know, um, orderly election and it turned out the way you want it to, I can guarantee you there's something around the bend, right? There's always something that's going to come up that, you know, the next new headline and the next thing. Like, just look at 2020. It's literally one thing after another. We're never going to achieve what we think. Like, this election, while so important, yes, so important, is not going to solve, though, all of our world problems, all of our soul and spirit problems, that's for sure. Even if it were to go the way you want it to. Even if it was a smooth you know, um, result. There's still always going to be in this world a level of confusion and chaos because, as we know, it's a fallen world. But the internet has made our world so small. It makes you feel like, you know, um, what's the word? I don't know. It just, it makes everything so prominent. Like, years ago, you know, you had your seven o'clock news and you watched that news. And when it was over at eight o'clock, you turned it off and you went on with your life. It's hard to go on with your life right now because you are being inundated by the news. And even for myself, the other day, I was like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm not, I'm not looking at the news today. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm going to be present with my family and do my homeschool and be with the Lord. And yet your my phone, I noticed that even the news headlines, you know, on, at least on my phone, they'll come through. And I found myself still like running to see what that next alert was. My son said something the other night. He said, what if like a whole world or what if, you know, we just pretended like none of this existed. We just didn't watch the news for a little bit. And I was like, you know what? That's how it was in the 80s. <laughs> it's like, welcome to the 80s, son. I was like, you know what? That's what it was like. It was like stuff went on. You knew what was going on, but you weren't so consumed by it. And I'm not trying to make it sound like tone deaf. Like if you don't pay attention to it, you know, then it just goes away. I know it's still there, but it makes a difference in how we live our daily lives. So it makes a difference in 
how I just function daily. If I wake up in the morning and I'm consuming the headlines and I'm checking everything and I'm, you know, reading everybody's, you know, negativity, quite frankly, because right now everybody's angry. And so all of that, you don't realize how much all of that starts to affect you. And then, you know, I try to do my homeschool and I try to work on my ministry and I try to live my life, right? And I'm constantly getting interrupted by maybe a notification about the next news headline or even my own own mind kind of wandering and wondering what's going on and when's the next time I can check. Um, it affects us. It affects us. So I'm not saying like turn it off and it'll go away. It doesn't go away. But what happens to a culture that is constantly consumed by the media and constantly consumed by the headlines and constantly consumed by all of these things and we're not consumed by the things of God? You know, if we're not consuming our word, if we're not being filled up on our word, if we're not um, thinking about the things of God more than we are about the things of this world, we are going to operate in this culture of confusion. We get sucked in. We, we allow the noise to infiltrate our day. We allow that noise to become bigger than it really is, you know. And how do we put the brakes on it? How do we stop it? You can only do what you can do. You cannot be responsible for every soul in this world, but you can be responsible for yours and those around you. And it starts there. If you want to find peace and order in a culture of confusion, you may not be able to affect the entire culture today, but you will be able to affect your home you will be able to affect your own self first by saying to yourself, yes, the stuff that's going on right now is rough. Yes, it's, you know, hard. Yes, it's a struggle. Yes, it's there. But I serve a God who is reigning right now on the throne of this world, of everything. And you know what? He promised us that we would have struggles. He promised us that there would be tribulations. So we just need to stick to that instead of constantly waiting for, you know, something that we think here on earth is going to happen that's going to solve all of our problems. We have to look at everything through the lens of God. And we can't do that if we're not in the word and we're not listening to him. Otherwise, we're just looking at it through the lens of our own selves. We think we're looking at it through the lens of a God because we're like, we're Christians and we follow God and we know. But if we're not filled up on the truth, we're really just looking at everything through the lens of ourselves. I know for me, it's easy for me to say, you know, um, yes, uh, I'm following God and I trust him and no matter what's going on, but then my actions don't show it when I'm like on, you know, Facebook for hours at a time, refreshing the headlines and waiting for, you know, something uh, that's not showing it. What shows it is when I wake up and mornings like today, I'm looking outside, I'm looking at the sunrise, I'm saying to myself, you know, God is so much bigger than all this. I've got my Bible here. Um, I'm looking at my Bible. I don't want to say I'm looking at it because that makes it sound like I'm just looking at it. I'm consuming it. I'm spending time with the Lord. 
I'm listening to him. It's really hard to hear him when you've got a million news channels screaming at you, when you've got Facebook or whatever your social media choice is these days, you know, the headlines, the newspapers, the TV, whatever it is. It's really hard to hear his voice. Christians, we must, we must Listen to his voice above everything else. Really hard right now, but it's a choice that we have to make. It changes everything. It changes everything. I've said this millions of times on here. Our actions, our attitudes, our behaviors, our thinking all change from within when we're walking in the Spirit. And right now, the world wants us to walk in the flesh and get caught up. And you know what? What if? What if the United States goes downhill? And what if all these bad things happen? Well, you know what? I talked about this yesterday on my social media on Instagram, and I did a devotional about it. And I'll tell you guys, God could have had me born in any time in history. I could have been born back in Bible times. I could have been born when Jesus was walking the earth. I could have been born in, oh, little house on the prairie times. That would have been my dream, right? <laughs> I could have been born in when the pilgrims were coming here. I could have been born in the 1950s. I could have been born at any time in history when, you know, whatever was going on was going on. But you know what? I was born to be a 45-year-old woman in 2020. This is where God has put me. Whether I am thinking, wow, this world is crazy and what's going to happen and all these things, this is where I am. And what am I going to do with the time that he has inserted me into his little plan for the whole world? He has a purpose from beginning to end. And he put me smack here in 2020. Am I going to rage against the culture? Or am I going to do something about it and say, God has a purpose for every single moment of our lives. And I can waste every single moment staring at the headlines. Or I can get with him and say, all right, Lord, what are you going to do with me today? In this culture of confusion, how can I point people to you? Because we might be in for some very dark times. We might be in for some, you know, dark, dark times. But as I've been saying this week, our light for Christ will only shine brighter in the darkest of times. You know, I believe that the greatest revivals happen out of the worst uh, persecution or the worst oppression or the worst struggles, you know, um, it's a wake-up call. Our country, our people, you know, most of us in this country have turned away from the Lord. What an opportunity to point them to Him. And it may feel like an uphill battle. It may feel like a lost cause. But we're not God. And He has told us in His Word that we are to go and make disciples. Jesus said, go and make disciples. He didn't say, go and make disciples when the world is at peace. Go and make disciples when things are going your way. Go and make disciples in, you know, times of order. He said, go and make disciples. So in 2020, go and make disciples. If the election doesn't go our way, go and make disciples. If our country goes into a time of darkness, go and make disciples. If the COVID virus is, you know, swirling around, 
go and make disciples. It's not dependent on what's going on in the world. In fact, this is the time to go and make disciples. Times like these where things are confusing and, you know, dark, it really, really makes you realize what matters most. And our peace and order do not come from the circumstances around us. Because if they did, we wouldn't have a God to depend on. If our peace and our order in our lives came from, you know, what's swirling around us, then we would not be depending on God. See, peace comes from the Spirit. It's a fruit of the Spirit. And so even in a world of chaos, you can have peace. And in fact, again, that's where people will recognize it. We can either choose to succumb to the disorder and the chaos and the darkness and the despair and the division, or we can rise above it and walk by the Spirit. You know, I constantly remind myself in history, nations have risen and fallen. Times have been peaceful and full of unrest. There's nothing new under the sun. For us, this feels like, you know, so big because we're in it. But I remind myself, if you look in history, from the beginning of time till now, there have been times of unrest, times of great wars, times of great um, disorder. And Jesus says in all of it, make disciples. Go and share my light. The world needs Jesus more than ever. I've been saying that since the beginning of 2020 when things got crazy. Um, And so rather than succumbing to it, and yes, there are crazy things going on. Yes, there are, you know, ungodly things going on. I do worry about the next generation. I worry about the world my kids uh, are going to grow up in and my grandkids are going to grow up in. But rather than fret, I know who's on the throne. And I know that we must raise our kids to rise above all this noise. Otherwise, they're going to get sucked into this noise. And they need to know where their peace and order comes from. So, you know, there's peace in knowing that God is in control. And while we can grieve the circumstances, because, you know, I know a lot of us are grieving circumstances this week and and worried about our futures and we can grieve we can be sad for our culture in fact we should be you know I've shed a few tears this week and that's okay I'm not being tone deaf to what's going on when I say that we can have peace in it I'm just saying what the Bible says and you know we can grieve for the circumstances we can grieve for our world But that grief should then motivate us because we don't want to get stuck there. We don't want to get stuck. It's just going to cause depression. That motivates us then to say, how can I be a light in this very dark world? How can I be a light? How can I share Jesus? Your job right now is not to look at the culture and to... uh, get sucked in and and to feel like it's just too big that you can't you know do something to fix it because that's true you can't but you can do what you can right there in your home and never underestimate the ripple effect 
when you're teaching your kids and then they're going to go out into the world and they're going to have a ripple effect on the culture. You can only do what you can do. God has called you to follow him. God has called you to remember that he is in control. God has called you to go and make disciples. God has called you to shine his light. And that's what you do. You don't worry that, well, this isn't going to be enough to change the whole world. Only God's going to change the whole world. You start by doing what you can do. And, you know, that's what brings us peace. Turn off the internet and get in the word. This isn't like just a nice fuzzy thing to say anymore. It's necessary. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop getting sucked into the next thing. And if the next headline comes through and it's, you know, really doesn't go your way, even more of a reason to get in the word. Our lives here on earth are just a tiny little blip in all of humanity. And we're going to, you know, this whole world that God created, there's a time, you know, that we're here that feels like forever, but it's just a blip. And quite frankly, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know if tomorrow I'd be here, right? Do I want to spend the last day of my life fretting and fretting and constantly checking the internet and the news? Or do I want to spend the last day of my life living for him? And I know that sounds like, oh, wow, you know, that sounds so, I don't know, big and, you know, whatever. But it's true. It's true. We don't know what tomorrow brings. And so stop wasting time getting sucked in and do something about it. Get in your Bible. That is where your mindset changes. That is where peace and order come from. Because Satan is having the greatest field day right now, putting our country into confusion and into division. And we need to fight back with our armor of God, with our word, right? With the spirit. Wake up and look out your window. Look at the trees. Look at the sunshine. Look at the birds. Look at creation. And remember, God is on the throne. Don't wake up and look at your phone and the TV and the computer and the headlines. Rise above the noise of this world. And remember, there's something far bigger and greater going on above the noise of this world. Look to him today. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen one hour from now. I don't know by the time I hit publish on this podcast what's going to happen. But I do know that God is in control. I'm going to share with you yesterday, I, I, I um, did a devotional and I wrote on my Instagram about this. And I'll share it with you podcast listeners in case you don't follow me over there. Um, yesterday, I looked outside when I came downstairs. I was feeling kind of, you know, down and, and all that. And the first thing I noticed was one of those beautiful morning moons. You know, when the moon it, it shines at night, it's beautiful and all that, and you, you kind of stare at it. But sometimes when it when you see it so bright in the day, it kind of takes you back, right? I was taken aback a little bit. It was like looked out my window, and there was this great big moon uh, right above the barn. And I kind of looked at it for a second, and the first thing I thought of was, wow, what a constant, you know, to remind her that, God is in control because I thought to myself, that is the same moon that Paul looked out when he was being persecuted and he was imprisoned. That is the same moon that for thousands of years, you know, soldiers fighting battles would have looked at on a battlefield 
or separated from their families. That is the same moon that maybe Corey Ten Boom glanced up at when she was being taken off to a concentration camp. And then I was reminded that is the same moon that perhaps Jesus looked at when he was hanging on the cross. We look at the same moon, the same sun, the same stars that Jesus did. (laughs) Is that not an amazing thought? Does that not bring you comfort that there is a God who is in control, who has remained from the beginning of time and will forevermore? And all the stuff swirling on around us is temporary. Doesn't mean we accept it. Like I said, it doesn't mean that, you know, we don't grieve sin and things that are going on. We don't get stuck there. When you feel like you're getting stuck there, I ask you to go outside and look up at the moon or the sun or whatever you can find right now to remember that there's a constant and then start praying and then open up your word and let the Lord speak into your heart and your mind and your soul more than the internet. Because the headlines are going to change constantly, but what he says is not. We must be grounded now more than ever in the truth of his word. Fill your mind with the truth today. Go look at that moon. And just like the moon reflects the sun, we are to reflect Jesus, the S-O-N, the sun. The moon doesn't reflect any of its own light. It only reflects the sun. And we are to do the same. It's not about us. We're about, we're out about to be out there and reflect Jesus to a world that needs light. It's a very dark world that's only getting darker. That should motivate you even more to share his light. Share Jesus today. The world needs Jesus. The world doesn't need your political opinions. The world doesn't need your rhetoric. The world doesn't need your arguing. The world needs Jesus. And that's how we're going to find peace and order in a culture of confusion. So I'm going to keep this one short today because I know that um, I'd rather you actually turn this off and get in the word right now. That would be like the biggest blessing of all. If I knew that every podcast listener that listened to this episode turned it off and went to prayer and then went to their word, that's where there is power. There is not power in people and headlines and news. There is power in the word of God. There is power in Jesus. And so we need to turn away from the things of this world and turn our eyes upon him. So I ask you right now, when you turn off this podcast, would you do that for me? Can you imagine? I have thousands of listeners a week. Could you imagine if we, thousands of listeners out there, turn this off? And, uh, you know, I just went to Jesus and you didn't go to the, that would, that would be huge. You always think, oh, well, I can't, I can't make a change. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my faith in the fact that I can make a change because I'm pointing y'all to Jesus, right? So if, um, let's see, I have 10,000 listeners this month that hear this episode and turn it off and go to the word and pray, there is power right there. Power in Jesus. So I'm asking y'all when you turn this off, go to him. Don't turn this off and go to another podcast and go to another news headline. Turn to him. You can you can go to the, I'm not saying don't listen to other podcasts or news. You can. But take a little time first to pray. Ask the Lord what you can do in this dark world, how he can use you. And then pray for the circumstances that are going on. And then get in the word. 
there's power there. If I could have 10,000 people this month opening their Bible and, and um, praying, wow. That's where we're going to find peace and order, and that's where we're going to find some light in this very dark world. So I would encourage you to do that, to share this with your friends. If you've liked the podcast, if you could, you know, share it with others and encourage them. You want to join me in my Simply Living for Him online women's community. I would love to have you. We're in the middle of a Psalm 119 Bible study. Next month, we're doing a Names of Jesus mini study. And in 2021, we're going to start our new year um, choosing the better. It's a Bible study called uh, Sit at His Feet, and we're going to be learning all about Mary and Martha and what it means to choose the better. We're going to start our new year in a posture sitting at Jesus' feet. So I would encourage you, you can join. It's completely free at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. Um, Go check that out. We'd love to have you in the community. And just keep your eyes on Jesus, everyone. Just keep your eyes on Jesus. Until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.